We're back. This is Corrine. She's Ronica. Hey, Ronica. What up? And you are just, you're just like going through these interviews. Like you're just one after another, learning so much, having a good time. So far, and I, I've lost count of the interviews already, but <laughs> before we hop into this next conversation, because I know you, there's a special place in your heart for this guest that you had. What, ha- what do you feel that you can take away from the conversations you've had so far? Um, I think it's that everyone has started in a different place. Everyone has a different journey. Um, but I think the same core values is what led them to become who they are today. I think the dedication, um, the persistence, and having being a good person, being a genuine person, um, all of those things, everything, everything that they've learned while they were athletes um, transpired into who they are as a professional. So I think they all have had different journeys, but it's all the same core values that has led them to their careers. Well, the, the core values, the journey, everything about Mary Mullins now is just something that I think most student athletes should epitomize what about mary's conversation in her journey excited you and i'm gonna have to will you stop using the word excite so in the meantime <laughs> just tell me is she what is the first volleyball player um, yes and she's a setter i have a special place in my heart for setters because i think it is one of if not the hardest job, I'm going to, I'm going to say middle is because I'm a middle, but right. you know, setters, we could go toe to toe with like the hardest position. And um, she just knowing that off bat, you're like, I think we had a, a special bond right from the beginning because we were able to relate to each other before the conversation even started. Um, and then learning who she is, she's someone who I feel like I've been friends with and I've talked to before and, and our live was our first conversation so it was cool to see how it was easy going and easy flowing without really even knowing each other mary has a mary has a way of doing that and if you ever get a chance to meet her in person be prepared for just a in the most embraceive hug that you've ever had in your entire (laughs) life you got a sense from it in the conversation but in in person it's a it's another level um but mary you know i've had the pleasure of actually working with mary uh, Mary has been a part of the winning edge early years and she's just someone that I think when you look at a student athlete in the NCAA commercial and and all that she's a, a pretty good poster child for that would you agree yeah I 100% agree what what did she you- had inter- she was doing internships in season who like, does she that was working for marketing yet yeah, no like Especially being a starter, it's not like I, I understand if it's maybe you're redshirting your freshman year. And so during the time where you're, you're not focusing on the games as much because you're not playing, you know, she was a four year starter as a freshman. She came in, was playing and then also wanted to become a marketing intern in season. I was just it's like, you're a different breed. <laughs> but she was able to make it work. And I think the conversation that you two had really shed light on like that can happen. Like it's, it's what people want to happen from the outside, but it doesn't happen from the Sunafi's perspective a lot, but she was able to make it work. And what do you think is like, if there was one thing that you got from the conversation that really showed you like, Oh, 
I could have done this or like the next, the person who's listening to this, they can do it. What was it that really made you feel that way? Ooh, that's, that's tough. I think, um, a thing for her that I also related to is that her faith in God and how she uses that to be the person that she is today. And she relationship building and keeping those relationships like they I don't think I don't I don't know but from just talking to her I don't think she's had one relationship that she has cared about that has ended I I think she probably is still in contact with her middle school friends like Um. I I feel like she's that type of person like probably her elementary school friends like I I swear that's what she comes like that's what I got from her it's just um having those genuine conversations and not doing anything that you're not going to give a hundred percent to, or that you're not invested in and her relationship with the win with the winning edge. Um, she spoke on like why she is a supporter and why she does what she does because like she loves it and she supports not only you and Maria, but everything that the organization stands for. And she knows she spoke on privilege and, I don't know, she had a lot of good things to say, and I don't want to keep going and ruining yes, the conversation. No, so no, I'm no. going to stop. Well, the last question that I'm going to ask, because you both are volleyball players and you spoke to that, you know, to the, to the other volleyball player who's listening to this conversation, you know, like if you mm-hmm. this was you two, three years ago, what is it that you really just want people to hear from Mary? Like you really want to make sure that they are paying attention to what Mary is saying at this point. I think um, prioritizing, um, setting goals for yourself. She she knew everything that she wanted to do outside of volleyball, and she made sure that she earned everything that she got. It wasn't given to her. She earned it. And for all the student athletes out there, I know we're spoiled. Like I know how spoiled we are, and it seems normal just because we live it in everyday life. But um, knowing that you have to earn everything, you didn't – your scholarship that you got or the spot that you got on the team wasn't just given to you you had to earn it and same thing with everything else in life once you get on campus that does not stop well let's just you i'm not i'm just gonna end it right there so make sure (laughs) you are taking notes if you're a volleyball player um on this conversation with ronica mary is gonna be a great one and hopefully you come back you i mean what else do you have to do right now just come back nothing come back (laughs) Hey, hello, Veronica. I feel like I shouldn't have answered though after you said Illinois instead of Indiana. I, I, I was like, I, but... I wait, that sounds so wrong. <laughs> Sorry, big fan, I, Indiana. I know, I know. It gets confusing too. Like, I remember um, at one point, Wisconsin, Nebraska, and Indiana were all red or Indiana's crimson, right? Yeah. And we were all Adidas schools too. And so it was like, wait, we're all just in the middle of the Midwest wearing red and Adidas. Like, how, how is someone going to tell us apart? This is and so. not even the Big Ten. Like, it's like the Big 14 or however many schools are in that conference. And I'm like, yeah, you got to change date the name. My, yeah, date myself. I feel like that was after my time. I think we were at Big 12 when I left, technically. Uh, but. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> but. <laughs> Before I get started, I'm going to tell everyone a little bit about who you are. She, Indiana, she's a four-year starter, setter. Always, I'm guessing you guys ran a 6-2 because it was like, played in all games, but started this many. You're yeah, Were you guys it kind of moved two? around. And 
Yeah, we kind of switched it up. We did. I know. Are you? Am I the first volleyball player that you've had? You are. <laughs> that makes me really excited. Um, and also, I want to congratulate you on the USA jerseys and the USA jacket that you have on. That's awesome. Um, what an accomplishment. Rep the home team. Uh, hey, you got to. You got to. I love that. I wish I would have um, pursued it more in college. But to your question about playing five one six two, which all of these people on here obviously know about. Um, we did a little bit of both. It just kind of depended on the rest of the team. I think that's what's so unique about volleyball specifically is it's really a sport where every single person on the floor matters and your yeah. whole strategy has to adapt depending on is Cindy having a good match? Oh, Cindy's really bad. So we have to bring in Joy and now Joy's killing it. So we're going to shift this. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we did a little bit of both. I definitely was not good at defense. Are you good at defense? I would like to think I am, but not really. I just go out there. <laughs> yeah. So I was not. There was actually um, one practice where we had um, guys who played on our club team come and practice with us sometimes just to up the competitiveness a little bit. And a guy, I was right back, deep line. A guy got up, just ripped it straight at me, literally hit me right in the face took me out for like three seconds and oh, like wobbling, no. getting up. but the best part is I go back into practice the next day and he had put a body outline on the floor from where he had hit me that is so I was dead I was like <laughs> so that that explains basically my defensive ability but yeah sometimes I did play back row <laughs> well while she was in a 6-2 she always led her team in assists so people that don't know that there was two setters she was the better setter is what I'm I going mean, to say yeah, you <laughs> got the Big Ten Sportsmanship Award. You hosted a weekly blog that had 10,000 views by the end of your season. But now, like everything that you did as a student athlete, how has your student athlete experience shaped who you are as a professional? Yeah, um, gosh, in so many ways. And I'm so grateful for it. I think, you know, and I want to say to to you, I'm sorry that your senior year had to kind of end this funky way that it did. But yeah. my heart hurts for you and all the other seniors. Like, I can't can't imagine that. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but I think even with your season ending or year ending the way that it did, like the things that you learn and the relationships that you've made, hopefully over those four years is the bigger advantage, I think, to playing a D1 sport, you know, and I think you from what I've seen and heard from Maria in Korean, um, and happy birthday, Maria, shout out. Shout out um, to Maria. <laughs> yeah. Um, from what I've seen that you've done, I think, it's so much bigger than what happens on the court. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's the relationships you make and how genuinely you make them. And I'm sure you're learning right now about networking and how that transitions into the real world. Um, and I think at the root of it, it comes down to loving people. Mm -hmm. And if you love people well and genuinely, then they're going to be there for you. Mm -hmm. And I think those are the relationships and that love can carry you into the next chapter. So I would say that was my biggest thing um, from playing college volleyball that I took was the relationships that I made there for sure. Now speaking on like relationship with Kareen and Maria, and I guess the women, Kareen meant, said that you're a day one, like for the oh, women. She put me as a day one. Yeah, she said that you're a day one I supporter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess aside from like you being personal friends with them too why do you support the winning edge oh my gosh 
Unless for, that's your only reason. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Not at all. I mean, I love them both so much, but if I don't support something and believe in it, I'm not going to waste my time on it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause our time's so valuable. Um, I commend Maria and Corrine for really stepping out when a lot of things were telling them to just stay in your lane. You have a great job. Why would you want to mess that up? You know? Um, and they had a vision for something and I'm so grateful that they looped me in for those first interviews for the first, um, mentees that we had and the rain boots that we wore for setting up the first <laughs> little barbecue that Kareen put together. Um, it's been great, but I think, um, the mission is so much bigger than me. And I think it's also having the perspective to recognize that, especially as a white woman. Um, I have to recognize that, yes, there's things that are stacked against me, but I also do have clear lanes that are made for me. Um, And I think that's something a lot of us could benefit from being more self-aware with that. And if I can do my little part of helping move us all forward in that vehicle, if it's through the winning edge, that's awesome. Um, But Mm -hmm. yeah, so yes, I'm friends with them, but also the mission of this is... (laughs) way better than not way better than being friends with them but it's definitely a bonus definitely a bonus (laughs) but while in your time as a student athlete you were also a marketing intern for your school's football and basketball team which that's an in-season football is an in-season responsibility and hearing that you have the vlog too I feel like you had a lot of other stuff going on outside of your sport how are you able to do all that but still be successful Oh, first of all, Corrine, yes, you can hug me through the phone. I just saw the comment (laughs) pop up. Um, But yeah, I did a lot in college. Looking back, um, I'm super grateful for the staff that was around me. Um, My coach allowed me and supported me. Coach Sherry Dunbar um, supported me in doing a lot of extra things, um, but she didn't let me do it until my sophomore year. She sat me down freshman year and she was like, hey, I know you want to join a sorority. I know you want to do student government. I know you want to do all this stuff, but like, I need you to show me that you can fulfill your, your scholarship requirements, right? And um, produce on and off the court. So I had to do that first. I think that's important to, for people to understand and anything you have to, you have to earn it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I earned that extra kind of boundaries, I guess you could say, yeah. um, to be able to take on. And um, it was a lot. Um, I'm grateful for everyone in the athletic department, too. And you feel that in Oregon, right? When they're supporting yeah. you and want to do different reporting after games and stuff. Um, they, a lot of times, I got kind of lucky. Kyle Kuhlman was um, RSID at the time. And he actually approached me with a blog idea. And I remember being like, eh, I don't. I don't know. And I used to have like, it was like a flip phone camera Ew. thing. It was so, <laughs> it was, I thought I was so cool. But like looking back, I'm like, those lasted for like maybe two years. And then oh, after those two like, years, you were done. Oh, I was, yeah, I was like technologically advanced. Um, but yeah, so I'm grateful for people recognizing strengths that I didn't see in myself and supporting me through it. So I would like attribute that to the blog. Like Kyle's like, hey, Mary's outgoing fun here let's see if she can take her team's story and make it available to others um which for better or for worse I did (laughs) was that was that something that you wanted to do or is that something that they just saw within you yeah I think um they saw it within me at this point a lot of universities didn't have uh, when I started the video blog 
for IU athletics, um, they didn't really have um, sports media like for each team the way that we do now, right? Mm-hmm. Even Instagram for Oregon volleyball, for Indiana volleyball, shout out. Um, <laughs> and like we didn't have that. So it was a lot of um, kind of like, oh, let's try this, see if it works. And so again, he approached me with it. And then by him, I think saying like, I'm just outgoing, I can talk to a wall if I really want to. <laughs> um I think I was that turned actually my interest that matured into production which I think eventually led me to ESPN and wanting to kind of try out that career in that field Mm -hmm. so you went from once you graduated becoming a analyst for the Big Ten Network and then while you were still you were the ESPNU campus director you I you're hyping me up so from, good, right? from looking from looking at like every job title that you've had it seems that like they've all happened so fast like I yeah on your LinkedIn like there's no like breakage in a year it's like I was this this year and like I was also this within that same year and then tra- like it kept going yeah. yeah and so how were you able to get all those opportunities and all of those different titles yeah I think when you're speaking of that that was in college right yeah. And I think, um, I don't know about you. Do you go home for summers in college or do you stay in train? We go home for like a week, but we have summer school. Stay in train. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So same, same. And so for me, um, recognizing that school and volleyball are the full-time job. Um, I just wanted to try and fit in anything else I could when I could to try and compete, right? Because I was mm-hmm. looking at all, what do you, we called them noners. What do you call them? Like non-athletes? Did you call, oh, we did call, you call them narcs? Narcs, okay. We call Every them narcs. school I feel like has narcs, okay. <laughs> so I would like, yeah. I mean, it's a thing, it's a thing. And I would always look at like the narcs, if for people who don't know, non-athletic regular people. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just make it, we'll make it known, it's fine. Um, I would be like competitive with them, especially being in a sorority. A lot of my sorority sisters are so bright and outgoing and driven. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would see them doing these incredible internships or jobs, you know, during school. And I was like, wait, my resume only says Indiana volleyball right now, which is great. But like, if I want to compete when I'm out of school, I need to get right. Yeah. Like I need to, how do I raise my bar? And so I think that's why you maybe away are impressed by the fact I had so much in college because I was just trying to trying to keep up a little bit and as someone who did a lot in college and is doing a lot outside yeah, of your college you're killing career. it oh I'm <laughs> no, not no, talking no, about I, yourself no, to you. <laughs> no hold on this light is like really bright you're right okay better okay 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 with everything you know now yeah how can student athletes do what you're doing or what you did, but better. Cause you know, it's always about competing. You always want to be better. Yeah. So I don't yeah. want you to say the same thing. How do you, how can you be better? Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's a good question. I think um, if I were to go back, especially now as a student athlete, um, I'm really grateful to say, I don't know if I do a lot different mm-hmm. because again, I think it goes back to loving people really mm-hmm. well. Um, because you can say like, oh, I wish I would have connected with this department or I wish I would have tried to intern here um, or check more boxes, so to speak. 
But again, if you're not doing it with pure intention, then it's not going to ever give either side of the relationship any fruit, right? Mm -hmm. So that would be my advice would just be if your heart's led to do something or try something, do it, but do it full on. Yeah. Um, Don't just check a box. So what is, I guess, like three takeaways or I guess the most important thing for you that your role as a student athlete that you see now, like Mm -hmm. looking at student athletes now, um, being away from being a student athlete that you see now that you didn't see then Mm -hmm. that I guess could have helped you or could could help current student athletes, like something that, you know, outside looking in, it's like student athletes should be doing this to be successful. I think humble yourself, Mm. I think is, (laughs) I think sometimes you're, um, not, I want to say a little fish or big fish, little pond, but um, you become in a bubble, especially in athletics, right? Like we used to always hang out with like the soccer guys and the basketball guys and mm-hmm. the field hockey girls. Like that was the volleyball crew's little world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure, did you, do you have the same kind of thing? I was like, volleyball, we were like football and basketball. And then the girls team was like our acrobatics and tumbling and cheer team. It was so random. <laughs> so they're like this big and you're like, yeah, it was like the tallest of the tall and the smallest of the small. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, that's so good. I like can't even do a somersault. So that's, also hysterical, which goes back to my, my um, reason of being bad at defense. I could never roll. Um, but anyway, I think, um, shoot, what was the question? What could I tell someone to do better? Oh, yeah, be humble. I think it's just um, you're in a bubble to a certain extent and recognizing that um, especially your life after college is way bigger than that. And mm-hmm. so while you might think like, oh, I can do this, like, this is cool. I can cut this corner or I'm, I'm above something like I don't have to pick up that trash after practice. The janitor will get it. Like yeah. what, what makes you think you're better than somebody else? You know, what makes you think that you're entitled? Um, and I think sometimes when you're in that bubble, you kind of are prone to lean that way. So just checking yourself. Yeah. I think I say it all the time. Like we're so spoiled and it's hard to realize mm-hmm. it because it's your every day. It's like every day someone's doing my laundry and folding it for me on my <laughs> on my. Do you have the loop? Like, Do you have the loop? Yeah, we have the loop. Oh, I miss the loop. I'm like every day someone's <laughs> doing that for me, and it's just like that's not a common thing. We are so spoiled, and it's just become a part of our everyday life, and people don't realize that until they get humbled in the real world. And it's like, yeah. oh, no one's gonna cater to my every need. <laughs> yeah. Or when I'm walking down the street, like people aren't asking for an autograph like I have some good friends who played sports that got more media attention during college Mm -hmm. right and now um they're in their adult phase of life and um it's you know we all have our own struggles we all have our own trials that we're going through and stuff like that but I think if we're in especially for student athletes athletes if you can recognize like even if you go to play pro right it's still eventually going to come to an end Mm-hmm. So where is your identity truly lying? And if that identity can be found in your purpose as opposed to your title or your position, praise the Lord, because then you're going to be steady, right? But if your purpose is going to be, or excuse me, if your identity is going to be found strictly in like that Oregon jersey mm-hmm. or even that USA jersey, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, that's fleeting at a certain point. Yeah. 
I agree. No. It's like, no. it's sad. It's it's sad. It how, are, how are you? Yeah. How are you feeling? Um, it's just like, it's a bunch of uncertainty right now because like the world shut down. And so not having graduation, that's tough. Not being able to train because I still want to go pro. That's tough. Um, trying to find a contract with the world being shut down. That's tough. So it's just like a waiting game. Honestly, yeah. that's what I feel like 2020 is. Yeah. Oh my but, gosh, I don't envy that at all. <laughs> Ugh, I'm sorry. It's okay. We're going to open up. We're going to lighten the mood. What do you actually, what would you say you do here? <laughs> yeah, what is your actual job? Like, what is product and brand management? Right? Right. Um, great question. I try and figure it out every I day. I was going to ask that. No, she beat me to it. Yeah. No, it's good. Um, so yeah, I have taken a crazy career path post college, um, and I'm so grateful for the way the Lord's led me for sure because His hand is in all of it, which is super cool to be able to recognize now. Um, but for Mizuno, I am product manager. Um, so I just as of this year, oversee all of our training apparel. So basically all clothing that you would wear when you're not on court or on field for competition. Um, so I just launched our campaign with Ronda Rousey. Do you know who she is? Yeah. The, bat, the baddest <laughs> bitch on the planet. There you yeah, go. Like, I don't know who she is. <laughs> yeah. um, so she's the face of our line and our campaign. So working with her to develop apparel and bring it to market and support our athletes more um in the crossover aspects of their lives because you know from playing volleyball like yeah. especially when you're younger and you're in a convention center and you play your match but then you yeah. have three hours off you're sleeping yeah. on concrete floor yeah. right and you're running in the hallways like i'm bringing you back i'm bringing yeah you back. it's like it's um, i'm having clubs <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. And you don't know till nine o'clock the night before yeah, and you're yeah. like, I have to go to bed. Um, yeah. So all those feelings, but I think we, as a company Mizuno, um, I'm excited to head up the training division because it's a part where we haven't been servicing our athlete in the past. So I'm excited that we are now able to fill that need and hopefully support athletes to achieve more because that's the ultimate goal. Does that make sense, Kareem? We're going to do one more question. I'm sorry. If yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Another one from Kareem. I had to like scroll through people. Yeah. Being an athlete, open the door to opportunities, but how do you feel like you attacked your early career development? She attacked Ooh. it for sure. <laughs> right? Um, I was set up. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha. Gotta hit the volleyball pun. Um, how did I attack my early career? Gosh, I, um, so I started off my career, I spent my first four years with ESPN. Um, and that's where I met Karina and Maria, right? Um, I would say though, I did not get into ESPN with any connections. Um, I freelanced for about eight months when I decided that this was something I wanted to do. Both my parents were in sales in corporate America. Um, so they were yeah. like, what do you mean you're going to freelance? What, what does that look like? <laughs> like um, so I, but I was committed to trying to figure out the whole production world and not only figure it out, but hopefully make an impact on it. Cause I saw a lot of inequality, especially with women's sports that mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to have learn more about first, but then hopefully eventually long-term be able to 
um, lift them up, right? And so early on, I would say I just, gosh, I decided it's what I wanted. I freelanced. I met every single event that I worked. So I worked freelance production. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, every event I worked from the hot dog eating contest in Tony <laughs> Island to the long drive competition in Vegas to um, college game day, like everything I did um, or every event I worked. And the only way I got even to work those events was cold calling. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll never forget the first randomly, like I worked a Butler college game day event and I got it because the SID at Butler basketball I asked him, I was like, hey, do you have the contact for ESPN, blah, blah, blah. And he gave me the coordinating producer's contact. <laughs> you should never yeah. give that to just a tall girl who's like asking you for a contact. But he did, by the grace of God, I guess. Um, and I called, I was very ignorant, and I called that person. And like, they hey, kind got of, your I number. Were, <laughs> yeah, I think they were so baffled and kind of impressed by my ignorant pursuit of what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um that they gave me like a job as a runner. And through that, I just kept getting cards and making relationships. Again, that's so important. And then I got my next event and I got my next event. And I mean, I was over undering cables at all of these events too. It was not, I was not sitting pretty as a graphics operator or, um, you know, I think I actually worked like at some point, maybe I was sun gun for a handful of people that then became, on my shows that I helped produce with. Um, So I would just say it was a lot of the early start of my career was a lot of learning about the industry, learning how I fit into the industry. And then again, loving people and creating relationships that then secured me a position at headquarters in Bristol. So it was cool. Thanks for asking the questions, Creed. And um, we've reached our time. I'm so happy that I got a fellow volleyball player on the chat so we can joke around. You, she said, how did you attack? That was another one. And then you said, I set it up. Like, I, you missed yeah, it. But, we, oh, we're just, but you it's know, We're here. We're here. We're here. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on. And I enjoyed our conversation. It was so nice talking to you. Thanks for having me on. And I want to encourage you that you're doing all the right things. And his timing is way greater than ours, but I'll be praying that the pro offer can come through and hopefully a nice place, a tropical place, maybe. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> or, cl- or close to home. Um, but you're doing all the right things, and I'm excited to see what you continue to do. Thank you so much. Of course. Nice talking to you. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. So we ended our episodes for or our lives for today. Next episodes next Thursday or this Thursday. Sorry, I'm stumbling over my words. This Thursday, we're going to have the Maria Taylor. She is the co-founder of the Instagram page that I am on. So if you don't know who she is, you should. Maria Taylor and Tiki Barber. And we're going to have great conversations with them Keep participating, keep following, and keep subscribing and turning your push notifications on. Um, like I said before, where's my Mobot? want to thank our partners, Mobot. Um, first foam roll water bottle. I didn't actually believe, you know, that I'm kind of a big girl, 6'2", that I would be able to, like, roll on this bottle and not dent it. But it's, <laughs> it works 
really well. Um, you can go on their website and use promo code what's next to get 25% off. And then also Amazon, if you're a big Amazon shopper, I know my brother is, I am, we like mess around trying to buy random Amazon things. Use smile.amazon.com and search for the charity We Leadership and donate. It's not, you're not making the donation, Amazon is. So don't worry about like having to spend extra money. Amazon will spend that money for you. So thank you for tuning in and see you guys again on Thursday. Dun, dun, dun.